0: Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. In today's episode, I interview Lana Rodriguez, owner of LRG, the Lana Rodriguez Group, a real estate team serving the Colorado Springs area. Lana is one of those people that you meet and she just makes you smile on the inside out because she brings such warmth and love to all she does. Now she has a really beautiful story because she grew her business exponentially by figuring out her superpower, her gifts, and aligning her business to that. And in this episode, you'll hear her story, how she figured out her biggest superpowers, and how you can too, along with ideas for creating and expanding business and opportunity by leading with love, service, and the gifts that God gave you. And it all starts now. Welcome to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. I am joined today by my friend Lana Rodriguez. Um, I am so happy to have you here. Lana is a powerhouse realtor, runs an awesome team in the Colorado Springs area, and um, Lana, just so glad you're here. We've been talking about this for a while.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Uh... Fully honored, Kara, have been inspiring uh, watching you grow this amazing podcast and interviewing our fellow friends, some new friends, and of course, um, just learning from other industry leaders. And I'm happy to be here. I'm located in Colorado, and I'm sitting and there's just finally started to snow. So let's hope we don't get snowed in by the end of this podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, so I I wish that we're, of course, in the... DC Annapolis area. We don't get blessed with snow like that um every day, but um that's awesome.
1: It's (laughs) all good, you don't have to drive in a snow day and then other people are reckless.
0: Well, that's true. (laughs) Um, well, I know we were just together actually just um earlier this fall, we had a soul business retreat that we were together for and we talked about getting together and doing this podcast and um, you know one of the things that I love about you and I have loved watching you grow because you're you know I think of you, the words that come to mind are love, connection, community, you are a very nurturing spirit and soul, and also you are an incredible entrepreneur that's been really had, has grown a very successful business in a relatively short time. And I think some of that has been because you really have, you found your superpowers, your soul superpowers, and then have leaned into those. So let's talk about that actually, because for any entrepreneurs that are listening, that are thinking, gosh, I wanna grow, but why am I not? I'm following all the strategies. Like, how did you find your superpowers and your gifts? And how did you, how were you courageous enough to really lean into those?
1: Well, well, thank you for such a warm intro. You may have to, I may have to record it and listen it over and over again. Uh, <laughs> you know, us uh, real estate sales professionals, we don't hear the phrase often, and we just kind of like, am I doing a good job? How does the public perceive me? But uh, talking about superpowers, so I think everybody has superpowers. In the real world, it's also called your selling style. Okay, so I was blessed to be in the sales industry way before real estate. And actually, my husband was the one who decided that I can be a great realtor. I didn't have faith in myself. Neither I saw myself as a real estate professional. But I have been in sales pretty much since I was 14 back in Eastern Europe. Then had a retail career. And when we moved here in 2014, uh, he actually gave me the ultimatum: either you're going to go back to work and we can start having a family, or you know we're not going to have a family. And I'm sure you heard that story before from me. Mm-hmm. And when I got my real estate license, I was part of the Remax for five years. And if You're watching if you're a REMAX agent, kudos to REMAX because that company has been fantastic for building my brand, brand new to Colorado. And uh, I'm sure when you were first year in your business and when I was first year in my business, it was very intimidating. It was very intimidating. And, um, you know, REMAX, they have a lot of classic training. So, like, you have to door knock, you have to cold call and uh, do all these things, which I did. If, If there is a way to generate business, my first year of business, I tried it all because I didn't know any better. And I was so naive thinking like, oh my God, Remax hired me as a realtor, I cannot fail. I have to listen to everything they say. And there are just some things that I felt so miserable. Like I I never gonna forget the first time I was hosting my open house and I went door knocking the neighborhood. People were so rude. They like almost slammed the door in my face. I was like, if that's how real estate is, it may not be for me. So the first year was a lot of trial and error and then i just started discovering well, what are some of the things i'm good at okay because all of us brand new realtor, seasoned realtor doesn't matter we have some things we're good at when my thing it's actually face to face face to face and primarily is because english is my third language it's hard for me to communicate sometimes or communicate effectively so i was like hmm if i can maybe have more to face-to-face interactions where i can build a report establish customer needs and i'm more in my groove I think that's where the success is going to come. Also, full disclosure, very early on, I was introduced to Brian Bafini Systems, and he's the guy with calls, notes, and power buys. And once again, early on, I discovered that calls, it's not going to be my way. Only because I shared with you something before this call, uh, before our going live, is that I have a high function anxiety. So before any important task, even getting on with you today, I had to like... Say prayers like God, please help me. You know, higher power. And at the same time, every time I have to pick up the phone, I'm the same way, and my my superpowers like get deemed because my accent comes out. I don't sound more effectively. And uh, Brian Buffini system's part of was um, writing notes. You better believe I had my fair share of handwritten notes sent out to the people I kind of knew, and as I was building my sphere, did my share of pop buys for many many years. Um, and I was like, this is this is becoming easier and easier, just to discovering aha. And then I tapped into the idea of client events, and that was the biggest aha probably in my career. Because what if I can bring people dear to me, either as past clients, fear, or just maybe some influential people within Colorado Springs, and if they come to me and I can provide them quality time, show them my love and care, that's when the business started to really grow.
0: Hmm. I, I love that. Um, and I think also it's because a lot of our listeners are in the real estate industry, but I think this applies to really any industry, right. Is figuring out like, what are your gifts? What are your, what are the things that God gave you that make you special? And how can you integrate that into, you know, how you, how you sell, how you interact with other people. So I think that's, that's, you know, just super powerful for you to share. And so, um, you know, how did you, when you first started doing those events, like how did that unfold? And, and what did you find as kind of the the best ways to get out the word or the best ways to build community for anybody thinking of doing something similar?
1: Well, I think the limited perception is, um, especially for somebody getting into the business. And I have, I have had a lot of these conversations this year specifically, because there's still a lot of friends, who are getting out of the business, which breaks my heart, but there's still a lot of friends who are getting into the business and they're like, well, I don't have a sphere like you do. I was like, whoa, 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 pause. Because my sphere was created, mm, what's it, organically. Because believe it or not, my first year in Colorado, I had very little clients. I served only 31 families, but um, the way I got those opportunities was like lots of trial and error and just lots of networking. And when I started hosting my first client events, It was maybe like five clients attending and the rest of the people who i knew and they were trustworthy enough to come out to something that lana is hosting this brand new realtor in colorado um, because you just have to start thinking strategically what can i be doing that my competition is not and look i have been talking about um client events and all these little touches for years now and i I I talk about it in my market and other markets and there is only like a small percentage of the people who listen to this and actually implement because majority of our real estate professionals, they want the easy stuff. I was like, Zillow, if I can pay for Zillow, uh, if I can maybe become a star on social media. But that's not bread and butter money. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe Zillow is a great model for some and huge respect to the people who invest into that. Or maybe your skill is social media. But don't forget to build out the foundation that's actually going to connect you to your people in your database and your sphere. And then you can go become a social media star as maybe destiny has not for you. And uh, for me, like I look, this is what happened um, in 2015 was my second year of business. No, actually the first that's when I had my first kid mm-hmm. and it was like still Popeyes buys and all kind of things. But when my second child was when I was pregnant with my second child in 2018, I was like, I have to be more strategic. I no longer can afford to drive around for three days delivering goods to people's houses. And that's when we actually started stepping on the gas and instead of like maybe quarterly event we started doing event every other month um and look you know that saying when they say when you build it they will come you just have to start creating these opportunities for people to tap into just like we also founded a personal client event group um on facebook All right, because I was like, I want to be communicating with my people effectively day in and day out. And yes, we have CRM for some of you like, well, do you have your stuff organized? Yes, we do. We try. We do our best. (laughs) Um, but i kind of know my client avatar and it's a lot of people on social media and not specifically on instagram because instagram is like that shiny object platform that's where you post pretty pictures and now reels and whatnot but facebook i have felt that it was a platform to connect people uh, on a much deeper level that's where people put their happy announcements pregnancies and weddings and blah 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 and that's when they also put their set announcements like my dog died or uh, one of my parents died and no one's going to put that stuff on Instagram because it's not sexy Um, and we have been using Facebook as a tool for many, many years and the private client Facebook group Um, and what I have named it my client community Okay, and you guys, if you're listening please steal it away whatever you're building out there name it your client community too because no one wants to be added part of your database or part of your CRM and... Ultimately, when we have a new opportunity coming our way, when it's a referral, we say, hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. We're so honored to have you. How do you feel being added into our client community? And they're like, well, what's that? So, well, you know, it's a small group of people living here locally, lots of resources. And uh, we also host um, maybe quarterly or bi-monthly client appreciation events and programs. Would, does that sound okay? They're like, sure. Because remember, consumer always thinks, what's in it for me? And mm-hmm. when you provide... Kind of like, well, this is what it's for you. Yeah, it's always. So that's been one of the very helpful tools. I don't know if it answers your question. I kind of went
0: off the of the grid. No, I love that. Well, and I think actually, so there's a few things that I wrote down. Um, number one, I think, and and really important for people to get to is that what you said was, I I mean, you moved to a new community, not really knowing anybody, right? And you have built out, I mean, this year alone, you've helped 150 families, uh, which is incredible, right? To build, I mean, so, and you started with 31, did I hear you say that first year? Uh, 31 people that like you knew, right? So you don't have to have a huge following to get started in something like this. It's taking the people that already know you, that already like you, and pouring into them and building from there. So if you're thinking, I think, again, just big takeaway is don't think it has to be this 100 to 200 person event the first time. That's unrealistic. And actually, if you're setting yourself up with that thinking, you're going to be disappointed. Think of like, who can I bring together? How can I pour into them, pour love into them, showcase that I'm here to help for real estate and also bring people together? Right. So like if you come in it with that intention, you're building community.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think it's Ed Milet who released the book. It's called The Power of One. You just need that one opportunity. You just need that one connection that can actually prospect your real estate career or your year ahead to the completely new level. For me, um, just backtrack so in 2014 remember i was brand new at remax brand new it was i, I felt so lost but i saw the brian buffini poster on the wall i'm like who's this guy they're like well this is the guy who works by referral i was like okay what does he do what he's famous for and somebody in my remax office they're like he's famous for the pie party i was like pie party whatever and uh just like any other realtor jumping the wagon without any proper planning i went and i bought 85 pumpkin pies at costco out of my own savings, I had a little savings account separate from my husband. He did not know, and <laughs> he's like, "What is all this?" I was like, Does you oh. know now, I guess he does now." They <laughs> sent a to into our house. He's like, "What is this?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." Um, but I, I bought these 85 pumpkin pies, and I created a free event in one of the yard sale groups. You know, like Colorado Springs housewife yard sales, whatever. I was like, "Free pumpkin pie to your door," and honestly, Brian did not approve. He's like, you're absolutely crazy. I'm not going to support you. I was like, okay. My Remax office, there are people literally making fun of me. They're like, you're going to do this? I was like, I will. I'm like, what else? I, th- I have nothing else to do. I have, I know no one. I feel intimidated as fuck. Excuse my language. I don't know I'm not <laughs> but it's like, it's a- it was a true state where I was in. And for three and a half days, I drove around and, uh, I delivered, Pies to people's doors. It was embarrassing. I was exhausted. Like my car would die, my phone would die, and out of those 85, I cannot make this stuff up because remember, proof is in a pudding. Out of 85 people, there was five people who became a very strong opportunities for the next year. Okay, and they became wow. A clients. And for those of you who don't know, the A or A plus client, it means the client who refers you multiple businesses. I'm sorry, multiple business referrals or Buys with you multiple times. And I would not have opportunities if I would not deliver these pies, right? And uh, now, of course, as you grow and you do things, you have to be more strategic. You have to identify who will be your your A people. And maybe for your A people, you do something more special. Maybe you do a private dinner or you give them one extra gift a year to acknowledge them. Also what I did, uh, Kara, uh, in my first year in 2015, for a good eight months before I started getting, getting super pregnant, super big, I joined any meetup group within Colorado Springs, like hiking moms, mom, knitting moms. Can you believe there's a group for moms who knit? I actually can't believe you knit. Girl, <laughs> talk about being desperate to succeed. And I would go and I would introduce myself to these groups. And they're like, okay, well, coming into the group. But sometimes I'm like, I'm wasting my life here. What am I doing here? But I try to connect to a host of the group or somebody very influential within the group, because I knew if me and that person would be cool down the line, she can possibly refer me for people who are looking to buy and sell. Yeah. And like, if some of our audience, like if you are joining a new group, like CrossFit or whatever, like identify who's going to be that alpha within the group. That, Cause if you're going to build that report, they can connect you down the line. So it's just a small little strategy that would too often oversee, but it works.
0: Yeah, well, and I think the other piece along with that is knowing how to have the conversation about business too. So there's people that join lots of groups, right? But then don't have success to it because they don't know how to leverage that. So can you speak to that a little bit? Like how do you leverage that relationship or, you know, well, what are the ways that you've helped expand that into business?
1: So number one, don't be a secret agent, okay? Don't be a secret agent. And I'm not asking you to go and harass everyone with your business cards and whatnot. But you have to, once again, figure out what's going to be your way. Uh, My way introducing myself as a real estate professional is a bit funny. Um, I'd like to say if I would not have a career in real estate, I probably would be a stand-up comedian in my other life. So my way, if I'm meeting somebody or if I'm having a conversation, I was like, well, if you ever need a realtor, you know who to call. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. But I said it. I marketed myself in some way that i felt comfortable they did not felt salesy because see i'm a salesperson, but i hate to be sold Mm -hmm. and if you're going to invite me for a cup of coffee to pitch me something just don't just just it's not it's not how i'm going to get um you know attention to your business so now now there is a strategic way and uh i was part of buffini for first four years then i uh, coached with hyperfast you know uh, carriage and hyperfast and now i'm back into buffini systems the reason why is because my methods and my ways of running referral based business faded off and i just want to be personally stronger at it especially in the upcoming year and my buffini coach is saying this she's like don't be afraid to tell people who you are what you do and that you actually do work by referral because see uh, here like myself and you and Half of our industry, we assume that everybody knows who in real estate, and we assume that they know how we generate business opportunities, but they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Uh, sometimes educate your clients. Um, now we started, for example, for every client event flyer that we're doing, we're adjusting our language and we say, "In the honor of your referrals and opportunities throughout the years, this is our gratitude to you to come celebrate and take pictures with Santa or whatever." You know, just a little little tweak in wording, when they're reading this, it's just, it's just not like some free event from Lana where we can get a free pie. No, they're like, oh, Lana is doing that because we are supposed to refer her and, you know, and like support her. So just little tweaks like that. And uh, another good one that I saw that I started implementing in our newsletter. If you, if you appreciate our level of service, we would love to support and serve somebody else you know. Just a little reminder like this. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Love that. Yeah. No, I think that's really important because there's a lot of stuff that I think, you know, you can build the relationships, but it's also what you do to leverage those relationships. And and I believe that especially now in an environment where there's AI and there's actually so much content that's being created that's not human, right? That I think we're going to return more to the connection, the humanness being even more important as we move forward into next year and the year after. I even was just uh, listening to a social media influencer who who builds brands on social media. She was talking all about how now with Reels, Her advice is to talk to the camera and give advice, like right into the camera, be authentic. And it's the connection piece that actually is going to be what's trending as we move into 2024. I think, again, what you're saying is, and how you've really built your business is that way. It's how can I build community? How can I serve others? How can I build my own business for my family and and grow it, but in a way where I'm being true to my superpower and I'm just loving and serving people. Cause that's what I'm actually good at. Right. And, um, and not being a secret agent, like how can I help? You know, this is what I do. I'm a business. And so let me know how I can help you. Let me know how I can help people that, you know, because this is what I do on a daily basis and I love to help, you know, yeah.
1: here, may I just add a thought that crossed my mind. Um, Back to the topic of superpower and identifying your selling style. Now, only because my selling style is, you know, meet and greet you with open arms and kiss the babies and pet the dogs, Uh, this doesn't mean it's necessarily a selling style for somebody else. I'm going to give you an example from my husband, Brian. Uh, Me and him, we're both are like high DI personalities at disk profile, but he is uh, like a little bit OCD where I'm ADD, he's OCD. And the guy communicates in Excel sheets. Like there is lists and calendar invites and all these Excel sheets and he's super organized where I'm like, please stop sending me these Excel sheets. I'm never going to look at it, you know, but it works for his client avatar because majority of his clients are the military personnel and that's what they're used to. And they eat it up for breakfast. They love it so much. And like he establishes reports way before the transaction started and it's easy for him, right? I'm going to give you another, another example. Uh, one of our preferred partners, lender Phil, you know, I had, a, I had a rule that I want my lending partners to come to every closing. And we did this with Phil for a little bit. And I was like, okay, he's not an in-people person guy. Because when he comes to person, he like gets sweaty and red and like he's like super anxious. I was like, what's wrong with this? You know, like, but don't, don't twist him. He is a machine when it comes to talking on the phone. On the phone, he is so informative and so confident. So I was like, "Uh huh." So Phil's way of communication is probably just over the phone, and we're keeping him there because that's his superpower. Does it make sense?
0: Yes. No. And I, and thanks for mentioning that because I think that's so true. You know, these are the tips that you're sharing are really good for your superpower. And, but not everybody is built the same way. And so I think it's about building your business, your way based on what you're naturally good at and how people naturally connect to you, I think is the key, right? And so um, how do you help? Cause you've got lots of, you've got eight agents now on your team and three support staff. So how are you working with them to identify what their superpowers are so that they can you know, how are you coaching them to identify that if they may not know it themselves?
1: Yeah, well, I think that's a, that's a great question. So one thing that works for our team, that all of us are a little bit different. There's no one the same. And uh, that's our superpower as a team, right? Every, everybody brings um, a piece of their own superpower into their organization. And that's why most of the time, not all the time, because we're not perfect. We run like a well-oiled machine, well-oiled machine. And uh, it all starts, um, and this is just for team leaders and leaders, it all starts with just having a simple conversation, even before you bring them on board, because number one, alignment is super important. You can call it alignment, you can call it for them being part of your culture, because all of us have certain standards when it comes to bringing personnel and how we communicate and how we, you know, service our people. And you just have to make sure, like, are these people in alignment with you? okay because mm-hmm. i mean true story i have brought some people into the team and i'm like i don't think they're gonna be a fit but let me give them a try because i don't want to say no and ultimately it doesn't work out all right so that's where we have to be more intuitive and kind of like do a little more soul searching that's why we slow down uh, our processes of bringing somebody on like it's not gonna be a fast decision anymore they're gonna go through a few um, in-person interactions they're gonna meet the team they're probably gonna work or attend one of our client events because I wanna see how how they vibe. And after Mm -hmm. these tests, if they're a good fit, they're welcome on board. Uh, But pretty much just having one-on-one conversations with our people and uh, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna make you do this because I don't think that's like, you know, your superpower and just encouraging them to be them, of course, within professional manners. Like if somebody wants to do something crazy, I'm like, no, don't do that. but a lot of team 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 members we have, they're very, I think they're so aligned with me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I there's a rumor in the industry that like a lot of us look the same. Huh? Like they're like Lanas <laughs> and I look like them. And I'm like, well, I don't know, it just worked out like that, you know? Um yeah. but me as a team leader, you know, like for example, we have Brian and Brian has a partner agent, James, and they are complete opposites. But it works so well because um James will never do what Brian does and actually Brian never going to do what James does. James is super analytical, super squared by the book guy, where Brian is still a second rainmaker on the team. So that it works very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my, one of my lead buyers agents, Amy, she is so patient and kind. Oh, you met Amy, you know, in September. Oh, yes. I love Amy. She's so patient and kind and loving that now I feel like she's does such a much better job, maybe serving a client than I would because, it's not like I'm not loving or patient, but um, you know, my hands are full. So when I have an A plus plus referral who wants to like work with me, I was like, hey, I'm still gonna be part of the process, but we have Amy who's gonna take such excellent care of you, you know? Um, yeah. we have Bailey who's a military spouse of uh for many, many years, and her husband is special forces. So he have a military client coming our way. I was like, Bailey is gonna be amazing. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think the other thing that's really key to that, too, is um, and I think you may have heard this prayer because our coach often uh, says it with us, but it's, you know, dear God, please bring me the people that are in my divine alignment and lovingly remove the ones that aren't. And so that in that way, right, if that's your intention, then you're just naturally going to attract the people that you're meant to serve. And then the people that you're not meant to serve, you just, you know, there's plenty of business out there and expansion opportunities for everyone. The universe, our world is full of opportunities. And so just because, because they're not right for me doesn't mean they're not right for somebody else and vice versa. So it all 100%. comes around when you're leaning into your gifts in that way, right? Um, so... Another thing I'd love to ask is for, so right now we're recording this, it's the end of December, 2023. We're talking about 2024 and already looking ahead, um, into what business is going to be like into next year. So what are some of the goals and things that you're expanding into, um, is part one and part two is how did you go through that process of figuring out what did you want to create for the next year? Three years five years whatever that is
1: yeah yeah wow it's a deep question see you should have sent it to me before just kidding no <laughs> i'm gonna do a combined answer um so within a year a year a year and a half ago almost we have joined real broker and i came uh to real from Keller williams and see Keller williams was like the bigger the better so full for transparency when i was when i made a move i had this goal to create this mega team And I'm going to dominate the city and dominate the competition. And then within one year, like number one market shifted even more. And I was like, bigger is not better. And as you know, somebody very dear to us says better is better. Okay. It's better is better. Um, so within one year, my organization got smaller, but I, I have a chance to work with much better performers and a plus operators. And uh, did I have to adjust my ego and my pride? I did. All right. Am I maybe a little bit lower in ranking now when I had 15 agents versus now eight or seven agents? Yes. But at least my my quality of days are better. I'm having less headaches and less conversations where, you know, there's so many fires I need to put out. So it came organically and I'm very happy. The team is very, very solid right now. And the goal for next year, um, besides like get, you know, being more organized and lose a couple of pounds, is actually to go back into basics. And that's what I suggest for everybody on this call. If you're a top producer, good for you. I'm very happy if you had an amazing year, if you're struggling, and if you're thinking of getting out of this business, go back to basics okay and maybe for you the basics would be just like for us okay because i'm not going to tell you to do something that we're not doing right now within our team is to go back and to reorganize or your database reorganize your relationship lists all right audit people are your clients still your clients or within last year they wandered wandered somewhere off and uh in in our client community we have 500 families living actively in town and once a year we sit down with to do full audit and see when you work by referral or when you trap your shit, excuse my language, you take things personal. And when you see somebody uh, list with somebody else or wander off different direction, mm-hmm. you need to go and ask, "Hey, what happened? What could I have done better um, to to not lose this opportunity with you?" And most of the time, they'll tell you. And uh, we also get like answers, well, like I used a guy from the church or my neighbor got licensed, and it's okay. But when you start doing that, you will be so much more in control of what's going on within your within within your client world, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just to be honest, Kara, I have probably within the last year I have disconnected a lot from my client community because you know I had a lot of speaking engagements, which, which is, I'm very blessed for that opportunity. I was able to go out there and um, promote my brand, my team's brand, to other real estate professionals and give them some knowledge on how to work by referral. But see, like your clients are like, what are you doing for your clients? So we're going to be going deep instead of wide just adjusting our communication methods um having actually you know real conversations with our client community because like we're so great on bombarding them with client events I was like here Lana finished one client event here's a save the date for another client event and it's been working for us in a busy year but now the year is different the year shifted so I think if anyone within the next 90 days will slow down and deep dive with a client community sphere and just have a conversations, go allocate some time, maybe at least a few hours a day and go into people's social media platforms. If you feel like you have nothing to talk about, go see what's going on on their stories or in their Facebook feed and just touch base on that. Hey, you guys just had a surgery. What's going on? How's everything? What can I do for you? They don't mm-hmm. expect to hear from you, but when they do, they're like, Oh wow, Kara's actually care. She knows. clearly she she knows because you looked at their voice facebook but just little things because you'll be surprised how many people are still in a holiday season but they feel alone and not supported Mm -hmm. because if you assume that oh they're with family with friends no because during the holiday season everybody freaking busy okay Yeah.
0: yeah yeah no that's and and i think that's a um especially knowing you and knowing like thank you for being vulnerable to share You know, your journey, because I think sometimes too, like, you know, you see, I see you or other people on social media, right? And you assume that everything is amazing, right? But to know that, you know, you've got places in your business that can still need tweaking and still, and that we're all evolving. None of us are perfect, even if we're speaking on big stages and have, you know, lots of, um, business coming in that there still are opportunities for growth and expansion and reflection and seeing what's working, what hasn't, and how can we just be better? How can we serve our communities in a deeper way? And you're right, I think sometimes you know going back to basics and going back to, okay, my people, my community is how I've grown, so let me go back to them, right and see what they need and ask them. And then they'll tell you and then that can be a good way to you know grow into the next year so thank you yeah. for sharing
1: of course thank you for asking it was a good question got me i yeah. got, got my got my will spinning
0: <laughs> well and last question i'll ask is um what is your do you have a meditation practice or a soul practice or some way of I don't, I didn't, I don't think I did share this with you, but I actually have a higher functioning anxiety as well. It's definitely way lower in terms of anxiety than it's, than it used to be. I used to be super high, very highly anxious. Um, So that's not the case as much anymore, but um, some of that is just in you know, for practices. So I'm curious what you do to center yourself.
1: Yeah. This is great. Hopefully I don't cry. I don't know. I was just, you just asked me, I was like getting emotional. Hopefully no. my fake lashes kind of hide it. <laughs> uh, yes. So first of all, I truly believe that us salespeople or people who decide to tap into entrepreneurship, I'm not saying we're special humans, but I think we are aligned with a higher purpose because anyone who decides to give up nine to five and go out there, test the waters and hopefully build a great opportunities for their families and for people all around them, I think we're all a little bit gifted, spiritually gifted, um, because otherwise we would not make it. We would, it would be really, really hard, which is already hard. And uh, luckily you and I are, you know, we are blessed to have somebody very special in our lives and it's Sharon and it's Jen Codmore. And uh, I think both of them are special humans. I think that they're out of that world. Maybe they've been <laughs> agreed. But uh, what, I, what I personally do, I try to ground myself when I feel sad or my anxiety is up to the roof. And grounding can come in many different shapes and forms. Like before the Zoom, I simply took a little breather and, you know, just, just kind of got into the Zen. But one of my most favorite parts is to allow yourself to find a place, like a physical place, where you feel more divine. And let me explain for our audience, because some of you are like, what the heck are you talking about? Have you, drink- have you been drinking? I have not been drinking. I'm actually fasting and drinking water today. <laughs>
0: um,
1: uh, especially in the sales industry, lenders, title people, realtors, like our, like our days are crazy. Our days are crazy. And, and like anxiety is real. Even if you don't have high-functioning anxiety, if you're a normal person, there's probably going to be something within your day that's going to mess up your vibe. And you can be like, Holy shit. Like what am I gonna do? And what works for me, there is a couple of spots in my city, in my city that make me feel like I feel divine presence in there. and I, it's, it's magical. I feel like maybe it's holy grounds and one of the spots is Garden of the Gods. You and I had a chance to walk, and there is a beautiful Red Rock park. And another spot, it's actually my kids' uh, school ground. Every time I go pick up my kids or I drop them off, I feel this abundance of love and emotions where even if like shit is falling apart behind the scenes, like universe is reminding me, okay, this is your time to feel the love and count your blessings. And I was like, wow, this is, this space is so special. I feel so special. And then I move on with my day and I feel a little more grounded. So my advice to you guys, you all maybe have never thought of that, but you all have those special, um, spots within your life maybe it's like a park where you take your kids maybe it's park where you walk your dog so when you feel like you need to realign yourself um you know like go out there and do a walk if you don't meditate just listen to some music just change the vibe and like that's how you change your frequency and another thing that has actually worked for me and like sometimes i'm thinking about decision right or i'm like universe and god am i on the right track Ask for signs and universe will listen and they're going to provide you signs. And very often the signs are either like an animal because remember spirituality, universe communicates with animals or out of nowhere, like they're going to play one of your favorite tunes, favorite songs, or you'll see something like your favorite color. And it's crazy. I know you guys are thinking this is crazy, but this is what I call divine timing, divine signs. Look, this is like real stuff. I cannot. So when you start tuning in, and you will, you will feel like you're more guided. You feel like you're more in tune with the universe or God or whatever you believe in, higher power. And it's just these little things that are reminders that maybe someday or in some situations going to help you get to the next level.
0: Mm, I love that because of course you and I are very aligned, and I believe that all we have to do right when we're facing a decision or need help is ask. I mean, so the Bible says, ask and it is given. So, you know, ask for what you want and then allow and ask for a sign. So I love that you shared that, that's beautiful. And, uh, and the other thing that's interesting that I've been actually talking to my kids a lot about because my son plays soccer and he's really big into it. So we've been talking about visualization and visualizing it here. Um, mentally, emotionally first, and then seeing it physically done, right? And so there's such this, like business in itself is a spiritual practice. That's really a lot of what this podcast is about too, is that everything that's created is created in a non-physical place first before it's created in a physical place. So that's why when they talk about visualization, we're like creating it in the mind first and then allowing it to come into To practice, right? So it's like, how do we get into that space of the non-physical? How do we tap into all that is, all that's around us wanting us to succeed and um, ground into that in that knowing that we are always supported and provided for when we ask and allow those things to come to us, right? So thank you for sharing your practice. I love that. I love that it's also just about the places that you already know. And some of those may even come to mind. So if you're listening in and you're saying, well, I don't know what that place is, that my grounding place, like Lana said, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a spiritual place. It can be your kid's school, right? But what is a place where when you're there, you can you feel more alive or you feel centered or you feel peaceful, contented. And if you don't know, ask. And start to pay attention to what those spaces are for you because the universe will answer.
1: Yeah, I guess I was gonna I was looking for a word in my head. Okay, the sense of gratitude. If you operate out of the sense of gratitude, you know, you're on an ultimate vibration. So find a place or activity that puts you in that sense of gratitude.
0: And yeah. <sighs> Love that. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. Um, this has been a lovely, amazing conversation, which I knew it would be. And for anybody that wants to just know more about you, learn more about you, where should they go?
1: I would love to. I'm um, trying to grow my Instagram profile. So it's at Velana Rodriguez. Uh, I think all the fake profiles are no longer there. So you should find me. And uh, if you slide into DMs, I will reply. And of course, if you guys have any questions about anything, Kara is available, I'm available. And if there is something you guys want to deep dive into like a client appreciation system or how to host your client event um, or anything as far as building solo line business, please reach out to Kara, reach out to me. We're open books. We're here to help you and see you guys win.
0: Awesome. Love, love, love that. We'll definitely link it in the show notes as well. So they find the real lana rodriguez and uh thank you so much for being here and i can't wait for our listeners to know you better i
1: appreciate you thank you so much for having me
0: loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on instagram my handle is linked to the show notes or you can just type in at kara chafin donna frio and i have something special for you as a free gift my dynamic life journal This special book has the power to really help you live a soul-inspired life. Go to freegiftfromcara.com. Easy to remember, freegiftfromkara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.